best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. One of them was about whether or not you have siblings. I'm like, we already know that about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we don't know is who that is. Or who this is. But we can remedy that because that's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this is Best, best Friend Hood. Grateful Hood 2022. Welcome to Grateful Hood. Ooh, yes. A special part of the year. It really is. I love this time of year. Yeah. Not because of the weather, but because of all of the warm fuzzies. Oh, my God. The weather yesterday was horrific. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, it was fine. Like, it was sunny. But I had to drive for, I don't know, like two hours or so. And it was just so freaking windy that by the time I got to where I was going, not only had I used an entire tank of gas rather oh, than Lord. yeah, rather than the half tank that it normally takes, my arms were straight up tired from like cranking the wheel into the wind just to go forward on the interstate against the wind uh, it was wretched but other than that i love this time of year all right yeah fair <laughs> enough i got i do have a question for you what's your question what's your favorite dessert oh uh cheesecake any special kind or like plain do you like all of it like the graham cracker crust or do you like the uh the oreo cookie crust yes okay do you like real fruit on top mm, yeah but caramel always okay so when i had my surgery to fix my nose i really struggled eating for the first few days after because it was just so tender to sure. like chew so i discovered ben and jerry's at the time had a pumpkin cheesecake ice cream oh and i ate that all day for several <laughs> days it was my favorite and i feel like when you're recovering from a surgery you are you are able to eat anything yeah. and everything and nobody can get mad at you nope not even yourself nope <laughs> what was your best subject in school um i think science probably that makes sense i could totally see that i was always really good at science i did like that math was never Never. It never clicked for you? No, no. And that's the language that I still have struggles with. Yeah. Yeah. Same. What was your best? English. Yeah. Unsurprised. <laughs> well, how about this? What gives your life meaning? Oh my God. So many things. Do I have to just pick one? No, it, it didn't specify one. Okay. Uh, I would say first, the creatures that depend upon me to survive. Humans so, and elsewise? No, there are no humans that depend on me to survive. I do. Well, no, because you are able to make your own breakfast and decide whether or not you want ice cream for supper. <laughs> you are <laughs> yeah. not dependent. I can't claim you on my taxes, so. <laughs> Fair. But no, like my cats, my fish, my plants, my snails, they definitely give me meaning. Work, my career choice, that has been a huge meaning maker for me. I feel like that's something I, I do with my clients in a lot of cases is help them make meaning either out of their suffering, out of their trauma out of grief i mean my whole life is about making meaning these days so my my own existence gives me meaning oh hot damn well done mic drop well please don't they're very expensive <laughs> <laughs> and so relatively new <laughs> yes is there anything you wish you could say to someone right 
now. I love you. Thanks. I love you too. There you go. Yeah. And that you are worthwhile and you are exactly how you are. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Thanks. I'm curious though. So what gives your life meaning or where do you find meaning in life? Caring for things, people, experiences. I think just, you know, like I guess really we could really we could batch those all into experiences, you know? Yeah, I think in, in a lot of ways. Sure. Otherwise, I don't really have a good answer for that. I don't really know. Hmm. I'm not sure if there's one thing that just goes, this is what it's all about for me. And I think that's Fair. OK. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be worried that if we only had one thing, just one thing that gave us a sense of meaning, what happens if we lose that thing or something happens mm-hmm. that we can no longer engage in that experience or activity or relationship? You've got to have other things. Right. And if that's you just striving and searching for what that is, hey, then at the moment, trying to figure out what brings you meaning is your meaning. Yeah. Yes. It's like, what is that saying? It's not always about the destination, but it's about the journey. Yes. Live, laugh, love. I was going to say that's on many a pillow. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that as as cheesy and overused as that is or has become, there's, I think, some real truth to that. That if you're so focused on the future, you could be missing exactly where you're supposed to be in that moment and the lessons you're supposed to learn or... I would challenge you in saying like where you're supposed to be. I feel like that that is such a thing that gets tossed around that leads people to feel inadequate. You're not mm. supposed to technically be anywhere, my dude. You are where you are at the moment. Be there yeah. you know like because yeah. and I'm, i am one of those people who says well you're supposed to be you know like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be here at this point in your life or whatever like no fuck you hmm. fuck you you don't get to tell me how i'm supposed to be living my life i'm the one who gets to choose that i'm the one who gets to guilt trip myself so like no step off i'm not supposed to be anywhere or supposed to be doing anything it's not some magical fart cloud of mm-hmm. you know some predestined fair It's not. You are where you are, so be there. See, and I guess to me, I had never thought of it from that perspective. When I say like that, this is just where I'm supposed to be right now. What I really mean is this is where I am right now and I'm making the best out of it rather than always worrying about the past or looking ahead to the future, which those two things are really important. But then you miss out on being present in the moment in your day-to-day existence with the people that you're around the people that you're interacting with like it takes me back to like our second or third episode about being present with people Mm -hmm. where you are is where you are so be there and allow yourself to be wherever it is yeah with your life too yeah Mm -hmm. without guilt tripping or or flaying yourself for not being in some whatever relationship or career or yeah yeah. like imagined career path that or yeah that or even a living situation you know yeah yeah no so we mean the same thing, just different words. Fair enough. So given where you are today, the place that you are in life, what are some things about that place that you're grateful for? I am certainly grateful for all the tremendous people in my life who have been, what's another word for like doing something without being asked of their own accord, you know, like, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I'll, that's the phrase I'll use. Of their own accord and without expecting or digging anymore, like they've just been tossing all sorts of wonderful support and love my way. So that is something that I'm certainly exponentially grateful for every day. Also, I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn, like the ability to learn from my own mistakes and even simple stuff. I'm talking about setting a plant 
too close to an edge or where your best friend will run right into it it was about to happen (laughs) sooner or later right or learning you know like how to better do laundry so that i don't have to keep buying new clothes because i accidentally throw something red that's never been washed before in with all of my other stuff oh no did that happen recently like not recently recently but recently enough to where like i shouldn't be a 36 year old woman and still making that mistake (laughs) oh no (laughs) or just you know like hoping that somehow the chemical magical gods that are in my laundry (laughs) machine will figure it out (laughs) nah dude you gotta you gotta do that for yourself Uh, you know yeah and having the uh the ability to like if there's something that you haven't learned yet, maybe it's something that, you know, like cooking or hmm. repair, easy repairs on your vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Having the access to find all of that information so that you can do it on your own. Oh, man, like the empowerment. For real. Yeah. It's like, I am so grateful for that opportunity. So, aka the internet. <laughs> the internet is for porn oh and God. youtube <laughs> i really appreciate that because just i can't remember if it was last night or this morning i was reading some recipes online that are very jacob friendly without Good. me having to make any adjustments super and, helpful oh my god the most helpful because that's so exhausting and i think why i've stopped cooking for the last year like i've made like three like i've just been kind of cycling through three meals Okay. Like, it sucks. Because before I got my food diagnosis, I or food allergy diagnosis, I was a pretty adventurous cooker. And I love to cook. I love to try new recipes. But I think just the emotional energy of having to like, oh, this is the thing I'd really like. And I'm going to have to pay like $20 for a little tiny can of something that I have to use to replace whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just disheartening. But this morning, I was reading these recipes and I had that same moment of feeling empowered and invigorated and grateful for all of these other people who have similar experiences or similar uh, limitations who then go online and share what they have basically problem solved their way through for (laughs) the rest of us. God, I love the internet in so many aspects. I also hate it in so many aspects. True. But yeah, there's so many amazing people out there that are just so incredibly wise and clever and talented and i am ever so grateful like especially when new updates for our phones come out Hmm. like well okay so what is actually new what is actually new that's helpful how can i get it to be basically what i had before but still have this new update for security (laughs) reasons right and something that i learned uh a while back and I forget who taught me this but you know how like your apps they always get like new Mm -hmm. updates to them yeah well at least for the phone that I have it becomes like a lasagna so your one app that when you first downloaded starts off like that and then every update is another lasagna noodle on top Hmm. in your baking dish that is your phone Mm -hmm. well (laughs) do you really need all seven layers of the same app oh like all of the old stuff Mm mm-hmm no no you don't so what you can do is you can delete that app and then go back in and re-download it and it will only store the latest version on your phone instead of that latest version and all of the old ones interesting but going through and like trying to do that with all of the apps that are on your phone takes forever yeah so i just recently like and 
if you're like me, your phone yells at you about every other month, like, <laughs> you have no more memory. You have no more memory. Can't take any pictures. Don't try to download that, you dumbass. You have no more memory. So instead of going through and like debating which memories you should mm-hmm. delete off your phone, back up your phone onto your computer, reset it back to factory, and then put your backup back on your phone. It took 10 gigabytes out of my memory. Oh my God. God. 10 whole gigabytes of memory that I now have access to. I wonder if there's something I can do that for my computer. Like my laptop, I can't back my phone up to it. Because it takes too much space. Yeah. (laughs) And like I've tried doing it like the cloud the uh cloud restore or something like that i don't remember what it's called even that is like sorry you've reached your capacity Mm -hmm. pay us five more dollars a month and i just refuse so isn't it like i remember back on our old school dell computer came in those cow boxes remember that oh my god i forgot all about that yeah dude yeah it was our very first computer at the house um but you could do a thing every once in a while like defrag yes computer yes is that something that might help I don't know if that's still a thing. Even. I don't even understand what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that specifically to install World of Warcraft to not World of Warcraft. <laughs> uh, no, it was just Warcraft, Warcraft 2. Okay. I think that was just the name of it. It was basically like one of the many precursors to World of Warcraft. Precursor that you used your mouse cursor for? Yeah. Noise. Loved that game so much. Anyway. Well, I want to hear something else that you are grateful for. I think that's it. Just the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jacob. <laughs> no, we can't just end 10 minutes in. Ugh, fine. Um, Let's see. I am really grateful for my boss. Like she has always been great, but the last six months especially, just like with working on the grants together and some other fun things that we have going on kind of behind the scenes and finding ways to really hear and see my professional goals and then to be so open and so willing to talk about that and and use her vast knowledge of this field and her connection her networking to get me connected to the right people who can you know help point me in the right direction or or can provide the right training or whatever it is I mean she's just one she's just an, an awesome human being right I just I just really enjoy her but just having somebody who's not just like a boss but somebody who really sees my value and it's like a mentor as well yeah yes very much so um, I am super grateful for, for Jody. That's wonderful. Like one of the things that we're doing. So I think I've probably told this story before, but last summer we were having like a big staff meeting and everybody was there and we were trying to plan our summer Cause like once a quarter we try to do like a team building, like get out of the office, let's go have drinks, let's go do something. It's not really team building in like a corporate America sense. It's like, hey, we just really like hanging out together. Let's go do stuff together. See um, each other as humans outside the office. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we were trying to plan like a summer get together and between everybody's busy schedules and whatnot, Jody was just like, I feel like we need to have just like a few of you who are responsible for planning this stuff and at the same time with the same exuberant like arms thrown up in the air <laughs> uh, my colleague Ruth and I both shouted like a party planning committee <laughs> which if you're a fan of the office oh that gosh. will ring a bell love 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 
if you somehow have not watched The Office, um, the party planning committee is essentially like just a group of people that like takes care of having little get togethers for people's birthdays, for Christmas, for whatever, or holidays, not just Christmas. Like I think they do St. Patrick's Day in one episode, Valentine's Day. In a- anyway, so Ruth and I are like, well, I guess we're going to do it then. That's our job now because we just both got super excited for it. Hell yeah, dude. And so we're, we're, we're planning our our holiday get together right now and it's just so much fun it's so much fun and what a lovely thing to look forward to not only the event itself but for being a part Mm -hmm. of making it something that everybody else can get excited about yeah yes because like in the past the the last two years that i've been there for this will be my third that i've been there for like the holiday get together we've gone to this really cool place in town it's beautiful and basically jody brings this amazing spread of food and everybody brings drinks and then we make these wreaths and it's really it's a lot of fun like you get to be creative you get to have drinks oh my god and the wreaths are always from like live um like leftovers from christmas trees being cut down so when you take it home it smells like a real christmas like that sure uh, uh pine tree pine or fir or whatever it is oh the most delightful scent when it's natural and not in a candle facts so that's been really fun But because we've grown so much and like we've done that the last two years, we wanted to do something different. So what Ruth and I have come up with is everybody is going to have the opportunity to either build their own charcuterie tray. Like, are we talking the wood and all of the food? Just all of the food. We're going to provide the little boards and then everybody is going to get, we're going to get ingredients and so people can make their own to share and then they'll be judged. (laughs) So it's cause, because nothing screams workplace holiday party like judging everyone else. <laughs> well, yeah, like somebody's got to win. It's a contest. So for the folks that don't want to make their own charcuterie board, they can let us know what what their signature drink is that they can then create a little tasting for the group. Oh, mm-hmm. which then that will also be critiqued. So will you be searching out the thrift stores for a golden goblet and a golden charcuterie board? Or at least something that you could paint gold? Holy shit, that hadn't even occurred to me. I feel like if you're doing the whole judging thing, people deserve a trophy. Hell yeah, they do. And it could even be a traveling trophy, you know, like every year you gotta bring it back. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You could etch your name into the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think we wanted it, it to be like a, a competitive element because we're kind of a competitive bunch with each Which other. Is so wild. I know all of us like touchy feely therapists mm-hmm. who behind the scenes are like ah, it's <laughs> <laughs> so competitive. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for just like a really non-toxic, supportive, healthy work environment. That's extraordinary. And rare. Like I realize the the place of privilege that I get to say that because I have worked in some very toxic places. Even with the best employees, some places just get really unhealthy. So it's mm-hmm. so nice to, to not have to deal with that. Yeah. I'm grateful for uh, traditions and because I think there's something so fun about that like when i say that off the top of my head i mean things like upcoming thanks miss that i do with uh my dad's side of the family you know we combine christmas and thanksgiving and we even go to the thrift store on friday morning for black friday shopping at the thrift store which is run just by these really delightful old ladies and it's all to help fund the hospital there in town (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so sweet yeah so i love stuff like that but i also adore those smaller traditions that we have as 
individuals. Like where you and I, on Sundays, there is a certain thing that we do. <laughs> and Ton, if you're listening, you know it too. It's uh, Sunday Scaries yep. where we watch Granny. <laughs> it's a weekly tradition, you know, or maybe yeah. once a year you and your little group goes on a vacation or something, yeah, you uh, know, or once a month you allow yourself that double meatloaf sandwich from that diner down the way. <laughs> oh my God. Meatloaf in a sandwich. It's a thing. Is it really? Yeah. Well, meatloaf heck. Sammy. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baked on ketchup. I never knew that it was like, that is the flavor, the flavor maker or breaker. Yeah. Is if whoever's making that meatloaf, do they bake the ketchup on? Mm-hmm. Or not. Because if you just put it on at the end. Wrong. That is disgusting. Incorrect. Go to jail. Do not collect $200. Do not pass go. I will be throwing the rest of that meatloaf into the garbage for the raccoons. And then we'll throw you into the garbage. Mm-hmm. And you can go live with the raccoons. Where you deserve. <laughs> with your gross <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. Traditions. I feel like traditions are so tricky anymore. I mean, I, I'm sure that they always have been, but like post-COVID, I hate saying it like that, but like post-avoiding each other and, and, and quarantining and all of those things, I guess what I should say is post-vaccine and post-boosters. 2020 and 2021 just totally jacked up people's traditions in a lot of ways. People made new traditions in that time to get through it that I I wonder if I don't know I just wonder about the the effect that that has had because I know for me it's a a chosen family or immediate family tradition like I don't have anything in common with a lot of my extended family so I'm not gonna put forth the effort to fake it and see them once a year like that's not oh gosh and like what yeah not doing that anymore to what end like i i love that we have finally hit that age i mean it doesn't necessarily have to be an age thing but the understanding of like sometimes toxic relationships are even within your own family like just because they are family does not mean that you have Mm -hmm. to be all up in their business true you can say no yeah you sure can and i don't know I, I, I don't necessarily feel like I have toxic relationships with, like, my cousins, for instance. Okay. There just aren't relationships there anymore. Right? Like, I'm so much younger than my cousins, and they've always been nice. Like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, though, once a year for the last 34 years, I don't care. It's not that I don't care about them. It's that I don't care to spend those important holidays with people that I barely know. That's fair. Yeah. Now, there are some toxic relationships, fa- familial relationships that I will absolutely not be spending holidays with that, those people. And uh, I get to make that choice for myself. Yes. So that's another thing I'm grateful for, learning how to hold a healthy boundary that protects my well-being. And not feeling guilty for it. Yeah. Understanding that, like, that's something that I've just recently come into. Like, other people are always going to be exactly who they are and do whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. I can have no r- real influence on that. Mm-hmm. They're always going to do what they want to do. So I should feel that same freedom. Right. You know, like not being beholden to some 
invincible invincible invisible excuse me i always i used to like when we were little and we would play super mario brothers and you would get that mushroom that would turn you invincible i would always mess it up i didn't know when i was little i didn't know that there was a difference between invisible and invincible i just thought some people said it wrong (laughs) so apparently that's still carrying through to today (laughs) balls oh my god that's so sweet so anyway uh we hold to some invisible standard Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like yeah i can beat the human who i want to choose to be but not for anybody else right and not on their terms in counseling and not just in counseling but in my point of reference in counseling we refer to that as the locus of control so if you think of like three circles three um concentric circles so one inside of the other and the middle circle in the center is your thoughts your feelings your choices those are the things that you have direct control over in the the center circle those are that's your um your circle of influence so Uh, That would be close friends, relationships, things like that, where you're not necessarily controlling those people by any means, but your opinion can affect how they choose. So you have some influence, correct? And then outside of that, in the final circle, is like the world at large. Things happening well beyond your daily existence. So choices that political figures are making or things that are happening halfway around the world or things that are even happening across the street or next door that you cannot have any influence on whatsoever like the tree getting struck by lightning and falling down you can't control that so to recognize and to learn where those boundaries are in life can be a really difficult process for some people and a really important i think part of growing up and maturing is recognizing yep, okay, so these people are in the circle of influence for me. That doesn't mean that they get to choose for me or that I have to choose based on what they think I should. It goes back to like what you said earlier about where you're supposed supposed to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no supposed Nope. (laughs) Speaking of uh, boundaries, but in this way that I'm thinking of, I'm so thankful that some boundaries are still being broken in a way of our own human understanding. That's a really piss poor way to try to make this connection. But hold on. Did you see that scientists have found this black hole, which is belching out a yes. star? Yes. What? 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 Like our boundary of understanding of black holes just, just went belching out of our own asses. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I saw that and I got so excited, but I was right in between sessions. So I was like, Ugh. I have to put this, uh, put the excitement into a box and come back to it later. (laughs) Dude, I read that. It's just so amazing. 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 It blows my mind. Oh my gosh. So freaking cool. Could you imagine like that cartoonized black hole, like covering itself being like, oh my God, how embarrassing. (laughs) I'm the first one that they've caught. (laughs) I'm leaking. (laughs) Oh, I hope somebody draws that. Oh, uh, be adorable. <laughs> I'm leaking. I'm leaking. Oh. Oh. Yeah, because that completely shifts our theoretical uh, understanding or hypotheses about how a black hole even functions. Completely changes it. Love it. Sorry, love it, love it, love to, it, love I'm reining myself in because my brain is going a hundred different directions now about space. 
just love space. <laughs> I just love cats. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, that's a from an old, old, old God, video like, dating. Yeah. Like a VHS video dating. This woman was sitting there doing her like, hi, my name is Sharon. I am 24. I live here. I really like this, this, this. And I've got some cats. And then she starts telling stories about her cats. And then she breaks down into tears mm-hmm. and just says, I just love cats. <laughs> and then for the rest of the video, she goes, like, she basically struggles to stop talking about cats. Or crying. Or crying about how there are homeless cats and they just need a hug. And she just wants to hug all of the cats. <laughs> I just, girl, I get you. Oh, she was, she was on a trip. She She was, was. on a journey. I wonder if she was, anyway, I was going to say, I wonder if she was tripping. <laughs> Possibly. Know. Just, yeah. Those cat poo germs got all up into her head. Toxoplasmosis? Uh, you might be very right, if not very close to. I'm pretty sure. Well done. Thanks. Another part of the internet that I'm grateful for is the I just love cats lady. <laughs> you know, I love the opossum lady. I don't know who that is. The opossum lady? Yes, you do. She's old. She looks so frail. And she's got this brunette old lady afro. <laughs> And she has, like, pristine, like, well-done makeup and these awesome outfits. But she rehabilitates possums by herself in her fancy home where she... What? You've uh, you've not seen this? I don't think so. Oh, my. Get onto (laughs) YouTube. Look up Possum Lady. Okay. And from this description that I'm giving you, find the video. She calls herself the Possum Lady, but she'll dress them up in some outfits sometimes where she'll do a little education what? on possums, but then I just she's just a riot. Oh my god, she's a riot. I how did I How do you how I, do I, I not swear, know about this? I swear I had shown it to you. Like You may have, but I don't remember. The joy. We do share so many things together. Yeah. There she is. Uh there's one called Best of Opossum Lady. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about her. I recognized her immediately. There's a new video of her that just came out a month ago <laughs> where she's still doing her her damn thing, rehabilitating wow. and rescuing possums. Oh my oh. gosh. I love her. Oh my gosh, there's a uh somebody did like a compilation possum lady doing weird things out of context for 10 minutes straight. I will you send that to me because <laughs> yes. I can't wait to like go take a shit and watch that. <laughs> amazing oh i love this it wholeheartedly like something so joyous and yet okay so somehow we have found ourselves back to being grateful for the internet (laughs) internet's for possums (laughs) oh my god love it i know i mean wait i really could like i could go on and on and on and on about things i'm grateful for another huge thing for for decent health, I'll say. Because I had a yes. health scare where my heart decided to throw a fit. So I had to go to the ER and got hooked up and checked out and everything. But for like 20 minutes there, I sincerely thought that I was dying. I wasn't because I'm obviously alive. Or am I? Surprise. I'm a necromancer. I was uh. going to bring it up, but. <laughs> Ooh, bitch, she a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm fine. Everything is fine. But that sucked. That sucked bad. It's not like I've been underneath any stress or anything lately. No. Right? Not at all. Not at all. So having that reminder of like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. our bodies are fragile machines. Mm Mm-hmm time is always flying and our existence as we know it can yeah. change in a heartbeat oh damn too soon too soon sorry it's fine not really i'm fine everything's fine so yeah and you know even little things like i was walking on my treadmill the other night because i told you i would be and i think i might have like a slight if it's not like a stress fracture or something but Ooh. like an overused toe phalange yeah yeah metal metacarp it's a bone. You, you almost had it. Metacarpal purple punchable. Oh, no. And you lost it. Okay. The foot bone's connected to the toe bone and the toe <laughs> bone's connected to my elbow and my elbow's connected to oh, my... Girl, I think we need to get you checked out by I'm that broken. doctor again. I'm broken. <laughs> Somebody help. I'm oh, broken. Oh, no. The necromancer did a terrible job at <laughs> help, this. Help! <laughs> I am so relieved that you're okay. Me too. That's something I'm grateful for. Medical professionals who were available, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. It was good. I'm also extraordinarily grateful for the people who continue to tune in and listen to us and, and uh, humor us by... <laughs> Is that a bone joke? <laughs> oh, damn, son! <laughs> uh, by being part of the friendhood. Yeah. We thank you for that. So bigly, like honestly. Y'all just love you so much. I just want to hug you and tickle you and tell you all the nice things about yourself. I just want to tell you nice things about yourself. Yeah, tickling is kind of weird. I just don't want to touch anybody. You know, when we were talking about pillows earlier, how like live, laugh, love, whatever other bullshit. Oh yeah, I was like, we talked about pillows? Well, I did. I mentioned, (laughs) we didn't talk about them. Anyway, I saw one the other day and I cackled out loud. Said, I want to be... Where the people aren't. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Absolutely. It was so tremendous. I had the best time yesterday reconnecting with a friend who I hadn't seen in like five or six years, probably. Yeah. And I realized as he and I were talking, like, we met when I moved away from here the first time. Okay. My going away party was where he and I met. Oh, wow. Which in my brain, I was like, no, 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 no. You were around a lot longer. But I guess, I don't know. Because then every time I would come back to visit, he was around. And like, it's just, I don't know. It was super weird to have that realization with him. But one of my favorite moments that we, in like our whole afternoon adventure of catching up was we got to talking about how difficult it is to find solid friends as an adult. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just made me feel even more gratitude. Like, it reminded me of how grateful I am that we have this friendship and this podcast and this opportunity to, like, talk about the things and to have a positive effect on other people's lives. Because it it just, I think I've been taking this for granted for a while as like, oh, yep, okay, it's just another thing we're doing. Really, that's been kind of my internal attitude without really being present and aware of the fact that this is something that's truly delightful that I love doing. Anyway, I got myself sidetracked. He and I, one of the best parts was we were talking about how we just don't like people. Like we just don't want to be around large groups of people anymore. And that was like such a big thing back in the early days of our friendship was huge parties and going to the bar and concerts and yeah. uh, Being in the pit for concerts, I should say. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) 
do not miss those <laughs> days at all. No. So that was fun. Just gratitude for accepting, learning to accept myself and not forcing myself into those situations like I used to. Hell yeah, dude. That was really long-winded. Thanks for hanging in there. Got lost in the weeds for a minute and I found my way back. You know, but you hit on something that when we first started this that you and I talked about and that we were worried about. And I think that you're exactly right because I also felt that way. But, you know, we were super busy and had a lot of things on our plates. But Mm -hmm. feeling like this is just another thing. Right. Like, no, because this was never supposed to become into a chore. Yeah. So I think, you know, with the new year coming up, and I think maybe, you know, you and I sitting down and having a business meeting, mm-hmm. figuring out crafts for our patrons, figuring out yes. some more topic ideas and and figuring out how we can yeah, make it so that it's not, so that it's a little easier on us so that we can have more fun with it again. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And one of these days, I want to use these ring lights because I'm very grateful that we have them. I am too, but we have never used them. No. We've also only had them for like a month and a half. Has it only been that long? If that. God, that's wild. Maybe a month. For real? Yeah. How come it feels like they've been here for four months? I don't know. Oh, time. What a wimbly wobbly kind of a thing. Because we've only had three episodes. No, five episodes since I got the replacement stand that I haven't ended up needing. It heard that it was getting replaced and it decided to behave. Well, I mean, it has stayed. It's it's... not even sinking. No, it's staying very erect. (laughs) (laughs) The microphone stand. Oh, I love it. Dude, it's only going to get like colder outside. We can have some like move shit around and organize days. And it'll be, I'm really selfish. I don't even know if this is selfish, I'm kind of fucking glad that it's almost winter. Like, I know that it sucks with the sun being down more and with it being cold, but I feel like in winter, at least for part of the time, there is a, a, a an element of just, like, recovery. We have... It, I don't... I can't speak for you. I feel like I have not had a free weekend without any obligations in the last nine months, if not longer. I believe that. Because, no, longer, because January and February, that was, I mean, this year has just been so incredibly busy, which I'm grateful for in many ways that, like, I don't have to just stay in my 300 square foot apartment while a raging pandemic attacks and murders everybody, right? Like, we're out of that element of 2020, but there's, I don't know, there's like a weird nostalgia for how things just felt like they slowed down. They did. Because I I miss that. And I need to be doing better self-care. Like, I am fully aware of that. I have really let some of my self-care habits slide. And I'm kind of excited for winter because there will be less internal. This mm-hmm. is all me, partially. 90% me. Less internal pressure to, like, feel obligated to go out and do shit and enjoy things that we couldn't enjoy for a year and a half, right? Yeah, like, sure. So I'm grateful that it's winter and I'm grateful that... I get to choose how I spend my holidays. Hell yeah. I'm grateful it's with me. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bubala, I am ready to go ahead and get back upstairs and finish crafting if you are. I am. Okay. Let's get back to work. Girl, you better work, 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 work. You want a Maserati? You better work. I couldn't get the (laughs) tune in my head. 
Yeah, let's go do that. Okay. Um, and what we're working on is some more fantastic craft arouskis for our lovely patrons. Yes, indeed. If you would care to be on that list of people, we make handcrafted items. Not saying how good or bad they're going to be, but you can sign up over at patreon.com. Just look for Best Friendhood. You also get a couple extra perks like early access to our episodes, behind the scenes things that we haven't released with the episode. There's there's some extra extra goodies that you get for being a patron. Uh, that's patreon.com slash bestfriendhood. You can also email us email at us is what I almost said. Uh-huh. You could email at us at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com uh, if you want to give us a story, a question, an idea, whatever. We're open to it. Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram or just keep on tuning in. Don't forget to like, you know, tell your friends about Best Friend. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe if you get the chance to. Elsewise, you know, we'll just be around and right up in your sweet little ears next week. Gosh darn right. And remember that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. We also love Jennifer Bate who did our art. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) That's how I end it.